You're live and locked into the official Juno Download podcast with host Cup Kobe, exploring dance music from top to bottom, bringing you fresh content direct to your headphones. All right then, welcome back to the Juno Download podcast. It's Kovu here. Today I'm going to be joined by Tribalist and Agora from Dissident Sound. And today we're talking everything to do with the label. This one here coming from Nine Train. This one is a perk track out now via all digital platforms.
Right then, we are inside for the Juno Download podcast again. Today I'm joined by Distant Sound, that is Tribalist and Agora, a.k.a. Distant Sound. How are we doing, guys? Yeah, good. Yeah, good, 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 all good, all good. Good to hear, man. So... Obviously, this is a label that I find really, really interesting. It's a label that I take quite a close interest in. Um, always check for the new releases um, as well. Like, let's get into a bit of background. Like, how did the idea for Distant first come together? And like, um, what sort of time frame are we talking when, when it comes to like setting up a label? So basically, um, me and Sam met at uni and then like we bonded over music. And it was when he was kind of first starting out production. I, I'd never touched anything like that before and we started making tunes and then gradually like they're getting a bit better getting a bit more experimental and we kind of dropped it down from 140 to 130 a bit more like techno influence but not in 4-4 then we decided to do a project that was DS001 but originally we wanted to release it somewhere else but uh, we were like Let's just set up uh, somewhere we can do it ourselves. Well, it, it sounds awesome, man, the way it's all been set up. Like, the way you say, like, do it yourselves. How do you go about setting up a record label? Well, I mean, uh, I'd met lots of people uh, over the year or so before we set up Dissident Sound, such as the South Point guys yourself and some other people just through the industry. So I sort of had some... I didn't know anything about how you set up a label, so I just basically asked around found out about distribution companies how you have to do all this all these processes but it wasn't as complicated as i thought and it's still quite straightforward um what would you say the most difficult part of the whole thing was the most difficult element of running a label i know i didn't like setting one up oh setting it up is um is uh it's just it's just having getting everything together really and like having to figure out mostly yourself how you actually go about doing it there's a lot of like filling in forms and stuff internet forms I would also say like one getting fans and two even just getting artists like um, when we started out we literally didn't know anyone that made the music that we want that we actually wanted to release ah okay so it's uh, more than anything it sounds like building up a bit of uh, a connection a bit of a web with the sort of artist you want to be working with um and and kind of getting a bit of a bit of respect from the scene as well i'd say yeah yeah well i mean part of the reason we set it up in the first place is obviously because we wanted to release dso01 but we also saw a bit of a gap in the market but it turns out that that was a massive gap in the market and there's hardly anyone making it and those who were were a little bit hard to approach um but over time we basically just showed people we weren't just you know riding a wave we were about this kind of music we were big fans we're into it we dj it and we make it which is one of the most important things and when people started to hear the music the second the third releases then suddenly we started to get people go oh can I get involved in your label? I, I think it just does take a bit of time, especially now um, when there are so many different labels in like a sim and uh, well, just so many different labels starting up all the time. It does take a bit. It does take a bit of time to kind of get that like uh, almost verification from the scene. Um, so for the rest of the show, we're going to be looking kind of like at the different artists you have involved. Um, the next tune we're going to play uh, comes from Jay Shadow. Um, like obviously, I want to look into the roster a little bit. Like how did this one come together essentially? Uh, so basically, it was. It must have been around October or around that time. We got a message in SoundCloud inbox from this guy, Jay Shadow. Never heard of him. He sent MP9 and I listened to it and I was like, oh my days. Like, I was literally like, oh my days. Like, this is mad. Like, this is actually mad. And then, but I didn't really like, didn't really think any more of it. I was like, I'll bear that in mind. Then he sent another one a couple of days later which was wicked then i went back to mp9 and i was like sam like you've got to listen to this like this is actually mental like the production is sick the ideas are sick it's like you know it's like i, I was literally blown away so then obviously we were like yeah please like and yeah he's a really cool guy so fabulous stuff so we're gonna jump into this tune uh, from jay shadow up next this one entitled mp9 you are locked into the juno download show keep it locked Bringing you the freshest music and content. The Juno Download Show.
You're making noise, 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 noise. It's time to let him, let him. Leave an enemy to see, You're making noise like a blank cartridge. When I left the scene, I was all you got Right, we are back inside for the Juno Download podcast. I am joined today by Heritage, aka Tribalist and Agora, aka the founders of Distant Sound. Um, we've, we're kind of discussing how the label came together and like the different um, elements that are involved in building building a project. So we're looking a little bit at the kind of the sound and the artists involved, like one of which was Jay Shadow, um, who we just listened to. Um, who is currently involved with the roster? Uh, so obviously ourselves, but then in terms of outside of that. Um well, I can't. I'm not really sure what we can say. Uh, I'd say one, ones that have already released. Uh, Jubbly, uh, definitely going to work. I'll say we are going to work with him in the future. He's someone that actually was like quite a big inspiration in terms of like when we started Heritage. Like people like him, uh, Causey, that really moody, bass-heavy kind of broken techno that kind of stuff uh yeah and harter is he's a banging producer so i uh, really want to work with him again hopefully there'll be something on the table what well, the thing the thing i like is it seems to be a very particular process in like picking the people that get involved it seems to be a very uh, specific sort of sound you're after like it isn't a case of oh yeah that we like that we'll take that sort of okay we'll take it it's all right we'll take it it seems to be very specific in the in the way you choose who you release with 
Yeah, um, it's, we've always been quite, we're both quite sort of control freaky people when it comes to music and very perfectionist. Um, when you're starting off, you have to make some um, uh, compromises, but I don't think we compromised on anything. We the um, the first time where we were really like, oh, you know, this is important was our Dissident Sound Volume One, which is a compilation. Every track on there is banging, um, and we love everything. But going forward, we um, at the beginning of this year we sat down and said, right, the quality has been this high. It's now going to be on the next level. Um, because we really want to compete with the best in our scene and particularly this scene which doesn't have a name as of yet some people call it UK Techno I don't really like that name myself but it hasn't got a name but the quality is unbelievable in terms of music I'd say it's a very like I'd say it's a very producery genre as well. It's it's a it's a genre that producers will always appreciate, even if they don't particularly make a similar sort of sound. It's a genre where, um, from a producer's background, you'll look at it and go, "Wow." Well, yeah. The thing is about it that's interesting is because it's very new. All of well, yeah, pretty much all of the people involved in it started off in other genres because it didn't exist a few years ago. So you've got a lot of them are from dubstep, a lot of them from dubstep and grime. But then, as Adam was saying a minute ago, there's people from jungle drum and bass and all of these are very technical genres so um the the, the technicality and the production f- like finesse is there for these people wicked like we, we were talking a little bit about jubbly being quite like a big influence on the label who would you say you're who, who else has kind of inspired the sound uh in terms of like bigger people accord uh accord definitely i think you can really hear that in ds um oh one uh just like obviously when we basically break beats now are everywhere like all the house producers and stuff are doing it when we were first like getting into it it was like yeah special request and accord with like the way they were cutting it up but then um in terms of like the smaller level like Jellybean farm everyone on there so like jubbly causey squain hypho who yeah we've were lucky enough to release uh people like that it was more like people that really you know they're not big big artists in terms of we're talking about people maybe like a thousand followers not even that but it was just like the scene the way it was bubbling and like you could interact you know get chatting to people on facebook and stuff it was just like yeah we just really loved that sound and wanted to get involved ourselves um so, so obviously you're both you're both DJs. You're both like in, on the production side of things as well. Like how, how, um, what kind of projects are you both working on yourselves? Um, <clears throat> pardon me. Well, yeah, I've got a lot of the stuff on the go as movement, obviously, but that's not to do with dissident sound as much. Um, I produce under the name Agora. Um, not, not it's not my main focus, but it's like a nice outlet. Um, and yeah, it's got lots of interesting stuff coming out with Agora and then together we do Heritage which is actually started off as a sort of experiment for me but has now become one of my main musical focuses and, and is definitely second only to movement now so awesome so so they, it sounds like uh from from like an outsider's perspective that the, the the way the labels kind of progressed and the way the scenes kind of evolved in a short space of time has almost become like that in itself has become a source of inspiration would you say yeah definitely and like um also like it's opened up new doors for us as as heritage to like you know like obviously we released on um on distant sound originally but also like producers who you know asking for tunes or whatever other labels asking for tunes and then we're sending tunes to other labels so it's actually like originally when we were doing heritage it was just kind of like not mucking about but it was just like let's make some tunes and stuff but now like this year especially we're trying to step up want to release elsewhere like literally we're sitting on so many tracks now some we'll, we'll probably put out on distant sound but also like yeah it's open doors in other ways to release elsewhere wicked man so we're going to jump into this one from hypho next we'll have a little bit of a chat about it afterwards this one is only one we are locked in for the juno download podcast distant sound in the building keep it locked the juno download podcast hosted by kovu Thank you. 
the Juno Download Podcast, hosted by Kovu. Right then, we are inside for the Juno Download Podcast. Today we are joined by Dissident Sound, um, Tribalist and Agora are in the building. So we're talking about the label and like how it's put together. What would you say is next for you guys overall as a label? Well, uh, me and Adam are kind of sort of have a, quite a relaxed approach to um, sort of scheduling and stuff. Um, in the past, we've sort of experimented with being very rigid and, and, and sort of organized but it doesn't work for us um we like to keep it free and flowing so we basically don't plan too far ahead um and so our next release is going to be myself under the name agora which we haven't given ourselves a set release date for but we know roughly um but we just you know we're we're making every making sure everything's perfect because it's just quality most that's the most important thing for us quality over quantity making everything perfect before it goes out well, well it definitely sounds like the right kind of push in the right direction man i'm not saying the quality's not there already but to have the, the kind of push on the quality front is always a good thing um now obviously labels expand as they get bigger so who, like who, who would be an artist from each of you who you think would be um someone you'd want to work with in the near future like anyone from for anyone from around the world uh for me personally um someone that we haven't released it would be there's two guys JV and Path and they make some tunes together they're from Australia and their percussion is literally mad like it's on the level of like Yak who's just released on uh, RNS and like yeah for me I find them really inspiring I've tried like channeling some of that direction into heritage but I honestly would love to get them on the label so yeah um, and Mr Agora yourself like who, who would you want to get involved um, oh, it's such a good question I mean Adam just mentioned Yak he's probably well he is too far gone for us now but somebody like that is a huge influence play his tunes every single week and he's just like he's a don in the scene basically he's one of the ogs he's not he's not he's not been around for donkeys years but he's got a lot of respect so yeah that'd be a good one okay cool well that, they're, they're both pretty interesting names um looking forward for the next kind of 12 months or so like in 12 months time what where would you kind of want to be as a label where, what kind of thing do you want to be up i think really just like it's a case of um expanding in terms of like making better connections to get the music out there more efficiently in terms of bigger premieres better promo getting it to like bigger djs because at the end of the day it's like you do want people to hear the music it's not we're not like obsessed with numbers by any means because like otherwise Um, I think in this scene particularly which is obviously a brand new a brand new area I think it's it's very important not to get caught up on numbers I think obviously it's really easy to do especially with how everything's presented now but I think staying away from that's quite a good idea numbers I, I think Sam agrees like it doesn't all we care about is putting out music that we both really really like and that's the main thing and then you know we're growing and the music's gonna grow as well it's gonna get out to more people and it's just like yeah take it as a, as we go like the main thing but the the better goals to be setting i think is working with certain artists like that's you know getting to a level where it's like we can work with them like we're a big fan of them and then obviously if that does well it does well but yeah, I'd much rather be able to work with someone who I really want to work with. It gets like no response, then gets really, really good response from a release that I don't, I'm not really like that fussed about. Um, so we're going to move forward. Uh, where can, where's the best place for people to hear what's going on with Distant Sound? Like anything radio-wise, or uh, we are uh, have a weekly show on Trickstar Radio, which is based in Brian, from 12 till two every Friday, which is. Uh, always an interesting one very different music from week to week so yeah tune in cool and um in regards to socials where can we get at you uh dissident underscore sound for everything cool so we're going to jump into the guest mix next from tribalist uh what have you got in store for us for the next uh, 30 minutes or so as always like i personally i just don't like mixing one genre for like more than a few tracks so uh expect um a lot of unreleased heritage um couple of sam's ones uh some straight techno broken techno some two-step breaks all like and all the melting pot in one uh yeah and 
hopefully it's, yeah, it does our taste justice. All right then. Well, thank you for joining us, guys. Um, this has been the Juno Download Podcast. Make sure you stay tuned for the next 30 minutes or so. Tribalist is in the hot seat. Keep it locked. Bringing you the freshest music and content. The Juno Download Show.